This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Series 2, Bonus Episode 3. This is the bonus episode that reveals a little bit of Boomer's background. Uh, it is a one-on-one session between me and Ryan Covert as we talk a little bit about Boomer's upbringing and his subsequent turn to the shadows later in life. Yeah, and unlike the other session zeros um, where we were all learning how to play, uh, Covert has played a lot of Shadowrun. So uh, it was more about getting into character, if I re- remember correctly. Yeah, uh, Covert and I have played a lot of Shadowrun together, even. So the purpose of his Session Zero was primarily to get him used to playing Boomer before the podcast started. Interestingly, uh, in this session zero, um, Covert is actually not rolling physical dice. So in this particular session zero, I will ask Covert to roll tests and there will be a moment of silence as he uses a digital dice roller. Um, (gasps) Cheater. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, that's um, there are lots of programs online that let you roll dice digitally that are probably more random than uh, <laughs> than our unbalanced polished dice. Yeah, and uh, Covert's using Roll20.net, which is the same dice rolling system that he and I use whenever we play on Shadownet, uh, the subreddit that we so much love and utilize all the time to play Shadowrun online. So I trust the system. <laughs> So it's basically you guys uh, as old hats really just getting back into the groove of playing together. Yeah, I I think this was the first Session Zero we recorded also. So it's kind of me dusting off my Shadowrun GMing uh, skills so that I could prepare for the podcast. Uh, Just as beneficial for Covert as it is for me. But uh, I think that's enough talking about it before it happens. Let's go ahead and listen to it. Enjoy. All right, time for Boomer's session zero. Um, uh, we're gonna we're gonna start at your at your origin story, and we're gonna work our way through your origin story until it makes sense to jump into actual gameplay. Yeah. So, uh, so you uh, you were born by Japanese parents, but in Australia, right? Yes. He's right. a very Pacific character. And you're an oni. Yep. His name's Boomer. 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 All right. Uh, <laughs> so, so Boomer was born to... Uh, uh, Humanist parents at that. Yes. Very racist Humanist parents uh, who... Um, Disowned him whenever he started changing into an Oni, which would be a hell of a growth spurt. Yeah. It was basically, you were like probably like eight years old and you looked like you were like a 12 year old or like an 11 year old, you like got huge and, uh, started to get your striking red skin and your horns and everything. And you ran away from home. Right. Or did you get, did you get kicked out? I, I got kicked out. Okay. Just... And then you lived on the streets like a petty thief, a scoundrel and a street rat. <laughs> yes. Then I somehow met a, uh, Ori dude uh, who recruited me. 
a Vori guy, right? So like Russian mob. Yes. And he took you to Seattle to join the Russian. Well, not necessarily join the Russian mob, but work for the Russian mob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at that point, you were like 10 years old, right? Yep. And then he trained you for a little while longer, a few years of, of intense training, unforgiving training. <laughs> you then uh, started actually doing jobs for the Vori. Because yeah. Noni is reaches adulthood, or like any other orc, at about twelve. So he's a twelve-year-old man. Yeah. Well, you twelve. You were alive for twelve years, but you were effectively like a twenty-year-old, <laughs> or mm-hmm. like an eighteen-year-old, maybe. Yeah. So uh, you've been doing that for a while. You, you did that for a while uh, up until you were nineteen, and yep. then things went awry. I think that's where we'll jump into gameplay. You're yep. uh, oh, uh, Boomer. You are 19 years old. Uh, you've been working for the Vori for a good, was it five years? About seven, probably. Seven, yeah. So um, you, uh, you know, you're sitting there. Uh, what, are you, what are you doing on a typical day? Typical day? I'm sure Mikhail's probably got me training if I'm not on a mission. Always training. Putting in your but when he's when he's not training, he'll uh, he'll watch some urban brawl and and drink some beer. So so we'll go ahead and say like you're you're you know this is one of your you're not in training right now. You're it's just uh, uh, Mikhail's been silent for a little bit and uh, you know you're just expected to train. Then uh, you're sitting there watching urban brawl, drinking a beer, and your comm link goes off and it's Mikhail, your uh, master or your handler. Amongst the Vori, your lieutenant. I'll answer. Yeah. You have a job. Perfect. Yes. Uh, I will send you the data packet after we talk. Um, standard, uh, standard pay. You get, uh, you you get in, you get out. Uh, you need to do it in a short time. It is a it is a yakuza target. Oh boy, a yak. This will be fun. You are to infiltrate the Yakuza safe house they have located and take out the target by the end of tonight. I'm on my way. Well, as soon as I get the data, but consider it done. Good. And then he, uh, he hangs up. And uh, as soon as he hangs up, a file pops up. Uh, and it, uh, it has the coordinates to a Yakuza safe house. And a picture of your target. He is a large troll. It says uh, it doesn't have much more than that. Um, it simply it shows like it's basically like a, it's not really a mug shot. It's like a, a like you know drone shot as the dude's like leaving like a restaurant or something. Um, in that picture, he is huge. You immediately like recognize like even for a troll, this dude is like built. Um, uh, you're a big cunt, aren't you? And uh, he he's wearing a, a nice suit in in that picture, um, and uh, uh, he's just leaving like a yakuza, you know, restaurant uh, alone. Um, and it doesn't say what his his name is or anything, um, and you get no other information besides his location. And uh, and on the data packet, it does say like. They don't know how long he's going to be at that location, um, but he's there tonight. 
Well, I guess he better start getting the stuff together and moving out. What time is it now? Uh, it's like 8 p.m. right now. I'm going to gather up some of my gear. Cool. Probably uh, I'm going to bring a pistol, rifle, and shotgun. Rifle as in your Yamaha Raiden, your assault rifle? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and then is that a sawed-off shotgun you got? <laughs> that is a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> nice. Uh, cool. All right, um, APDS, stick and shock, all the goodies. Oh yeah. Do you have any 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 grenades? You obviously don your your armor. I'll bring a couple in case there's some guards there. Cool. Um, all right. So. Uh, and also my katana. And your katana. Uh, you load all that into your car. What do you drive? A jackrabbit or uh, or something better? Oh no, you drive a you drive a charger. Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah, big sexy muscle car. Um, or big sexy Oni. Yeah, that's true. How tall are you? You're giant, aren't you? Well, I'm like average for a orc, six four. Yeah, that's true. And just a, a little, just slightly more slight of frame than a normal orc. Not because you're less durable, but because you're yeah. an Oni. Yeah, I'm only I only weigh two hundred and fifty five pounds. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, you you put on all your armor. You hop in your charger. You know, and. You drive down the way. Uh, where do you live? Tacoma? I believe so, yes. Yeah. So uh, this uh, safe house is um, actually in uh, Auburn, the other industrial uh, neighborhood um, to the east of Tacoma. I'll drive on down. Put my non-concealable guns in the back. Cool. So what does that mean you have uh, on you? Uh the shotgun and the pistol. Shotgun's under my coat and pistol's in a concealed holster. You're you're driving along. Uh, uh, can you roll uh, edge for me? Oh, shit. Zero successes. Did you glitch? Mm-mm. Okay, so... No uh, glitch. You're, you're driving along, and um, uh, as you're approaching uh, Auburn, uh, they actually have a checkpoint set ahead of you. Okay. And so... Uh, you know, you pull up, you're like three cars behind the checkpoint as they're, you know, just like checking people, doing their sins and mo- moving them along. Oh, crap. Well, get my sin ready. <sighs> yep. So uh, you, you, you know, it gets to your turn and uh, the uh, the knight errant officer in front of you taps on the window when you pull up. I put on my best smile and roll down the window. And uh, he goes, all right, what's your business in Auburn? There's been some uh there's been some violence nearby. Oh. Is it uh is it done? And he kinda looks at you and goes, We we uh we have our men on it. Let me see your sin. There you go. And so you forward him your sin. What's the rating of your sin? Four. Okay. He he scans your your sin, um and uh what's what's the name on your sin? Fabrizio Smith. <laughs> uh all right, Mr. Smith. Uh, you're, you're clear to go. Uh, like I said, uh, keep a weather eye. There's been, uh, there's been some, um, violent crime in the area, uh, just north of here. Oh, that sounds awful. I'll be, uh, I'll be careful. And, uh, he gestures for them to raise the gate and you go through. Have a good one. Good evening. And then, uh, he, he gestures for the car behind you to move up and you continue driving on. Uh, after that, not so much time passes before you, uh, are 
in close proximity to the safe house, what do you do? Uh, I don't park in front of the safe house. That's just crazy talk. It's true. It's probably a good idea. Is it pretty dark? Is the streets pretty empty? Uh, yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, uh, you turn off of like the main roads to kind of go towards this one. And, uh, yeah, like this, this little area of the industry, since it's so late, it, this is actually like true, like industrial area that you pull into. And it's like, you know, these factories are like, you know, they're not doing shit right now. Like it's, you know, it's not business hours. So it's pretty quiet around here. Any cameras? Well, where do, how far do you park from the, uh, from the target, the safe house? About a block. Okay. Um, there's a, you know, a couple of the buildings do have cameras. They don't seem to be cameras that are like following the street, um, as much as their cameras that are, uh, uh, like watching their doors and shit. Mm. I think it's safe to pull out my, uh, rifle and, um, uh, I'll stick to the shadows, make my way towards the safe house. Okay. Uh, so you, you know, pop the trunk, park your car in an inconspicuous area. And uh, start sneaking. Uh, so roll them sneaking dice. Pull out my rifle, and I, I load a magazine and rack it, and give it a little kiss. <laughs> Is this a, a APDS you loaded in, or stick and shock? Oh, go, APDS. Go for the kill. I'm going to kill this bastard. Seven successes. On your sneaking? Seven successes on your oh, sneaking? Yep. All right. Um... So yeah, you, you, uh, start like zigzagging through alleys and like, you know, ducking, uh, around where there are like broken street lamps and stuff. Um, and, uh, you get visual on the, uh, uh, on the safe house. Um, it doesn't really look so much like a house as much as it looks like another factory. Um, and, uh, there's a couple cameras, um, pointing at the, uh, you know, there's, there's a loading dock, um, with a big, like, you know, warehouse door. Um, Mm -hmm. there's a, there's a camera looking at that to like check vehicles as they come in. And then there's, um, you know, a camera looking at this, uh, what would presumably be the like employee pedestrian entrance. Um, yeah, those are the two cameras you see. Are there any other doors around the building? Um, so it's it's pretty close to other buildings on either side of it. Okay. So uh, it's hard for you to see uh, down because like, it's alleyways. So you're going to have to like go down the alleyways if you want to try and see what you can see around there. Yeah, that's fine. I'll I'll check. I'll I'll peek around the corner into the alleyway. Sure. Um, so uh, you peek around the corner, it's a, you know, a standard alleyway. Uh, it's basically like it's a thicker alleyway with a fence going directly down the middle of it, like a chain link fence, uh, because the, uh, uh, the building next to this safe house has a chain link fence around it. You, you don't see anyone down there, um, and uh, you don't necessarily see a door either. Guess we're going through the front. I mean, it does wrap around like you could, that's only down one side. There's, there's presumably four sides to this, this, uh, four story let's, factory. Well, let's check all the sides. Cool. Are you, sneaky are you going camera down? Avoid way. <laughs> are you going down that alley or? Yeah. As long as there's no cameras. Sure. Um, so you go down that alley and you peek around the other way. Yep. All right. Go ahead and roll perception for me at this point. Because you're trying to keep an eye out for any extra cameras. All right, I got three. 
Yeah, uh, you get there, you peek around the corner. Um, there is no back entrance, but there is a camera. Uh, is, there a win- is there a window? Uh, there, there are some windows. Um, most of the windows seem to be on the second floor level. Um, the first floor is probably like a larger um, like loading area, you would presume. Uh, like, like probably where they keep a lot of their product. Uh, and then there's probably offices on the second, third, and fourth floors. Okay. Gecko tape gloves up to uh, one of the office windows. Okay. Uh, roll a gymnastics test for me. Three. Okay. Uh, yep. You you climb up. You don't like slip or fuck up or tear your gecko tip gloves or anything like that. So you kind of just like put that put that shit on and you just kind of Spider Man crawl your way up to one of the second floor windows. Uh, it is locked um, with a mechanical lock. So that I could pick a lock on a window. You could pick a. You could use your auto picker. Oh, I can't. Don't you well, have I'm an auto picker? Do that. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. So like, it's it's a locked window, but like, yep. I've always imagined the auto pickers have like, you know, they're more than just a lock pick set. You know, they they like can bypass any mundane lock uh, in the six world. Oh, so that's my locksmith plus the rating of the auto picker. Mm-hmm. Four. Uh, so you, you pull out your auto picker, you switch it to, uh, to the window setting <laughs> and it's just a little dial just, yeah. And basically like, you know, a credit card sticks out of it <laughs> and you, and you like slide like it in there and kind of jiggle it around a little bit. And then the, the lock like slowly starts to turn and then, uh, uh, you know, um, finally you, you, you get the satisfying click and you can slide the window up. I do so, and, you and then I step inside. Crawl on in, like the stealthy person you are. Giant bright red thing <laughs> I am, yeah. Wearing army fatigue, like... <laughs> well, not army <laughs> fatigue, but army, like an army jacket. Um, yeah, so you get in there. Uh, it is a dimly lit uh, hallway. Um, no one's in it. Uh, and you are on the second floor, inside. Uh, I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna stop and listen in the doorway. See if I can hear any dudes around. Okay, so there's there's two doors um, that are like are along the hallway, and then there's a door on either end of the hallway. I'll uh, I'll go down the hallway to the uh, end. Yeah, it, towards the front of the building or the back of the building. Towards the back. All right. So you take the couple steps it takes for you to get uh, to the back door, like the door that's you know at the end of the hallway to the back, because you were basically at like the back window. Um, and you put your ear to the door. Yep. Go ahead and roll an audio perception test for Ooh, me. Seven. Wow. All right. Uh, you uh, you don't hear much. Uh, you do think you hear a little bit of something at one point, but nothing like anywhere nearby. It could have been anything like as like someone like very far away, but in the same building as you, like maybe like dropped something and picked it back up or something. But uh, on the other side of that door, it's very quiet. Oh, all right. Is it open? Yep. Yeah, yeah it, it opens right up. I'll slowly open it and kind of clear around the corner. Uh, so you open it, it actually is a stairwell. Going down? Down and up, since you're on the second floor. Did my intel suggest the location of the safe, like, room? No, they simply said that this factory is a, is a hideout for uh, Yakuza. I imagine probably the best bet for a safe house would be on the top floor, so I'll go up. Okay. Are you going all the way up to the fourth floor? Yep. Okay. 
uh, you get into the uh, um, uh, stairwell and you start sneaking your way up. Um, yep. Now that you're inside the building as opposed to outside the building, like dodging the cameras and any wary eyes, go ahead and roll another sneaky test for me. Six. All right. So you're sneaking along and uh, basically you, you get on that like second floor landing and um, uh, you're, you know, you're keeping a weather eye out. You're looking and listening. You know, you're being as, as uh, vigilant as possible and you hear a slight above you. And uh, you see a, a, a camera, like, directly above you, above the door you just went in. And it is, uh, it is looking, it basically, like, is looking down uh, the stairs that, uh, the, yeah, the, it's looking, like, from the door down the stairs. Because, like, it's, like, a kind of, like, a, a square winding staircase. Okay. And so it's, like, looking down that, la- to the next landing. But it, it it's not picking up anything from the landing go, or going up. Uh, so you're sitting there looking at it, and then you hear as it turns and looks to the landing going up. And then a few seconds pass, and it goes back to looking at the downstairs. Can I see like the servo or whatever that's making it turn? Um. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Does it look like a bullet would fit in there to keep it from turning? It's possible if you jammed it in the right spot, yeah. Okay, I'm going to stick a bullet in there to keep it from turning. Okay, so well. it's a uh, it's about uh it's just a little out of reach, so you're going to have to like use your gecko tape gloves to kind of like clip 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 just like a little bit to get the range. Uh and then you wait and it goes looking down the downstairs again and um go ahead and uh roll an agility test for me. Wow, 3. Okay. Uh, you stick the bullet in like right, uh, right there. Uh, and it doesn't seem to like shake the camera a whole lot or like knock it. You didn't accidentally like drop the bullet or anything. And, uh, you kind of sit it in there and you like let go and you wait. And then the thing tries to go back and it's like, and doesn't like, it moves like a quarter of an inch. And then after a few seconds it goes looking back down. <laughs> Perfect. Going up. Okay. You're, you're sneaking on up, and uh, as you uh, get up to the next landing, um, you, you, know, you peek around the corner, and you see another one of the uh, uh, cameras. It is not looking at you. All right, I'm going to wait. Um, I'm going to listen to try to see the timing on it. Sure. It, you know, it, it's, uh, it's looking you know, towards the next staircase leading up. And then, you know, you're kind of ducked down, like, under the stairs, out of its vision. And you hear, you presume it's looking at you at this point. And mm-hmm. then, again. And it does it a couple more times, so you kind of get a good feel for it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to wait. As soon as it starts, I'm going to move up. Sure. You uh, roll uh, a logic and intuition test for me. Oh, fuck. What'd you roll? So I, I have a pool of six dice. Yeah. Four of those are ones. Oh. I have zero successes. So that's a critical <laughs> glitch then. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll use a point of edge to, to turn make it from it a critical less. glitch into a into a, a normal glitch. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you uh uh, you're the this the stairwell basically as it goes up. 
is going up uh, uh, clockwise, right? So your left side is uh, is like you know against like the bars and the wall there, like ready to like you know run up. And uh, as you do, you sprint up there, and uh, the your shotgun catches on like a nail sticking out of the wall, and uh, it like unhatches it unhitches the. Um, it's a quick draw holster, so it doesn't really have like that safety latch that keeps it like in there. You know, it's like kind of like designed to hold it in place with just like pure friction and uh the shotgun like right around the trigger gets like caught on the nail and uh it just comes out of your holster and you go running and it is hanging off of the wall on that hook (gasps) becky i wait for the camera to uh you so you you uh you put your back against uh against the underneath the camera yeah so the camera is you know looking at the landing leading up and then it goes and looks down at your gun hanging off of the wall for a few seconds and then goes <laughs> I'm going to run I'm going to run back down the stairs and grab it <laughs> All right uh so yeah you run and down then, and run uh, back up <laughs> No I just I just run down and uh hide in the landing wait for it to go cycle again and then run back up Gotcha yeah okay Yeah so you uh, successfully time the second um uh, pass you run up and uh you know the camera doesn't see you and then uh you're underneath it and it goes and you know is looking down again at this point you are on the third floor yeah there's a door too like every every time there's a camera there's a door so like the the doors the doors right there leading to the third floor and then the fourth floor is above you wait for the camera to cycle and then uh go back to what i was doing now that i got my becky back is that the name of your gun becky (laughs) yeah uh, so, you know, reunited with Becky, the sawed off shotgun, uh, <laughs> uh, you sneak back up, uh, to the next landing, you peek around the corner and, uh, there is a camera and you just barely peek around like an eye. Cause you know, you rolled really high on your sneaking test and there's a camera and it's looking at you. And when you duck back and try to listen for it to move around, uh, it doesn't move cause it doesn't have another landing to look at. So it's just pointing down the stairs at where you are. Is it pretty well lit in the stairway? Yeah, I mean, there's there's lights on each landing, yeah. I'm going to load up a single stick and shock. Okay. And I'm going to hit the body of the camera with it. Okay. Well, you're loading this into what, your, your rifle, your pistol? Yeah, my, my rifle. Okay, uh, go ahead and roll that. Eight. Uh, yeah, you, you peek around the corner, you go, you know, just a little silence, a little, and, uh, it hits the camera and there's the satisfying, and then the camera, uh, the little like light on the camera goes out. Uh, and I'm going to load my regular mag up and, uh, go up to the door Okay. and, uh, li- I'm going to listen in. Sure. Um, Go ahead and roll a audio perception for me. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> uh, you, you're sitting there for a second with your ear to it, and you hear one person go, <coughs> and then you hear from the same spot. Yeah, it's hard to tell if it's exactly the same person or not, um, but it, in equal proximity. I'm gonna endoscope it. You're using your endoscope. Yep. You pull out your little myometric uh, endoscope and uh, slide it under the door, and um, you see 
two guards standing. Uh, uh, so this is this is a hallway that goes a little bit and then takes a corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see uh, uh, one guard that is nearby you. He's looking out a window, like kind of leaned with his back to you. And then the other guard uh, is at the end of the hallway. And he kind of like, he, he's like sitting there uh, uh, looking out one of the windows too at the end of the hallway. And then he, he turns and walks down uh, out of your line of sight to the left. And the other guy is still... Just, he's uh, still, yeah, he's just sitting there. He's just kind of like, he's got like a, he's got a rifle and it's like, you know, kind of like he's got it like half at the ready, but mostly he's just kind of like bored and looking out one of the windows and like, well, not, not so much bored. He seems somewhat on edge, but he's like kind of scanning the grounds outside these windows. I'm going to pull up my katana and gently knock on the door. Uh, there's silence for a second. And then you hear, you hear the, the radio kind of static and then a very whispered voice going, is anyone out in the stairwell? I'm going to whisper in Japanese, just let me in already. Jesus. Roll uh, impersonation. <laughs> oh, it's impersonation. If you have some points in Pro- con, you can do that. I think probably the same. neither. Yeah. Oh, I don't have any points in either of those. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll pre edge. <laughs> <laughs> I got a success. You got a success? Uh, you say, oh, just let me in already in Japanese. And. Um, he immediately goes into his radio. I think we have company. I'll check it out. And he uh, he opens the door with his gun ready to shoot at you. I run him through with a katana. Okay. Uh, roll that attack. Four. Uh, you try to run him through with a katana, and uh, he actually, with his rifle, uh, kind of deflects your katana off to the side. Uh, now roll initiative. Nineteen. Okay, uh, before he gets a chance to do anything, you get another action. I'll, uh, I'll look at my katana, shrug, and then put my rifle back up and shoot him. <laughs> All right, uh, roll that shot. I'm going to do a sh- short burst. Um, short so burst. Seven successes. Oh, God. Okay, you hit. Yeah, uh, you just go... Just you know, you're, you you missed the katana, so then you just like kind of bring up your your uh, your Yamaha Raiden and uh, you know just squeeze off a little burst, uh, a little silence burst, just and uh, one in the chest, one in the throat, one in the forehead, and he just falls down dead. It's nothing personal. We just got to work on it. I say <laughs> to my katana, and I, I sheath the katana and make my way down the hall. Oh, I'm going to turn around and lock the door. The fourth floor door, and then uh, w- did I see any other ways up, or was it just the one stairway when I was scouting around earlier? Um, I mean, you were you just went straight into the stairway. You didn't look through the rest of the building, and when you were when you were on the outside, you you couldn't tell where there were stairways and where there weren't. Oh, I can. I'm going to do the glue sprayer on the on the door on the door behind you. Yep. Okay, so you close the door to the. Uh, uh, you kind of move the body out of the way. Uh, sheath your katana. Let the let the Yamaha Raiden, the assault rifle, fall down on its sling, and uh, you close the door. Pull out your glue sprayer, and you just kind of spray around the rim, uh, the uh, frame of the door. And uh, for a second, it's like just looks like wet, and then it goes and like uh, becomes like this like kind of opaque, uh, grayish, whitish, uh, solid substance that is now sealed this door shut. Sweet. Let's go clear this floor. 
okay, so once you're done like spraying, uh, you hear uh, you hear in Japanese on the radio. Yen, right? Yen, is that? Uh, what, are you all right? Yen, I think someone got yen, guys. I think we have company. And then you hear. I'm, I'm gonna say in Japanese in my normal voice. Uh, this is yen. I'm all right. Don't need to worry. And then, uh, so then the radio chatter gets a lot, a lot busier. Uh, <laughs> then people are like, Shh, we have company. We have intruder, intruder on, uh, on floor four. Yen was on floor, uh, on four, right? Yeah. Yen was on four. Uh, you know, scramble to intercept, scramble to intercept, you know. Is there like a door handle that I could fit a grenade in? Yeah. I mean, there, there is a door handle. I'll pull the pin out and I'm going to keep the spoon closed and I'm going to jam it. So if, if it, uh, the door gets knocked down or they start turning it, it'll explode. When it drops, roll an agility test for me to try and make sure that grenade doesn't just like fall out of place. If you're trying to like balance it there on the handle, no, I'm going to try to jam it so that the spoon on the grenade doesn't flip up and uh, set it off until it comes out of the door. Right, right. I got one. It, well, I mean, you can make it an extended test if you want to keep like. So you're just trying to get in there, but it doesn't like every time you take your fingers off of it, it seems like it's just gonna like fall and everything. You're like just you're having trouble getting it exactly the way you want it to be, so that it doesn't uh, it doesn't turn against you, basically. And the pin's still in, by the way. Yeah, oh. three. Okay, that helps. Yeah, so you kind of get in there and you have it like kind of wedged in where you want it to be, and then you just like ding, ding, pull the pin out and it stays, and you're like, oh, okay. Um, at this point you do hear footsteps coming up the uh, stairwell. I book it and start chuckling to myself. Uh, okay. So you run down the hallway. It turns to the left. I'm going to, I'm going to have my rifle up and going down that hallway. All right. Um, as soon as you turn that, uh, that hallway, you get fired upon. There's just blah, 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 blah. Crikey. I'm going <laughs> to come back around the corner for cover uh so roll a dodge test for me with uh with um the benefit of uh of cover you you get a plus two. Oh, sweet four okay yeah uh basically uh you turn around and a loud uh a loud shotgun blast just goes and uh takes a chunk at the corner uh as you duck back in and like you got a glimpse of like a dude like sitting there like with a with a door open and he's got like the door for cover and he's aiming with a shotgun. Is it just a regular wooden door? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot him through the door. Okay. Um. I, actually, at this point, let's roll initiative because you got shot at. That was the surprise yeah. shot. Twenty four. So yes, yep. you do get to go first. You're trying to shoot him through the door. <laughs> Long burst. So go ahead and roll that up. Eight successes. Cool. Um. Let me see how that door fares against that. Oh, look, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So hide behind a door. What is he thinking? Oh, look at me. I'm going to hide behind the door. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of sit out there and you go, and, uh, he just goes and like falls in the door. Like goes as he lays there dead on the ground. I chuckled to myself and, uh, I go to see about checking some doors. Oh, yeah, cool. and I should probably reload. Uh, yeah, you reload, and you, you go run down. The door that he was using uh, was actually uh, just a bathroom. And you go down a little further, and uh, you, you see another bathroom that is marked ladies. And uh, then the, the, um, 
the hallway turns again to the left. At this point, you've reached, you've been running along what would be the front of the building, and uh, you got to the corner and you turn to left. So now you're looking down, uh, you know, the right side of the building. If you were looking at the front of the building, basically. And uh, there's another door at the end and um, a door to your left in between you and the door at the end of the hallway. It's a, it's a double door, actually. Uh, let's check that. Let's endoscope that double door. Okay. Uh, you run up to the, uh, to the double door and you slip the endoscope under there. Yep. Um, it is uh, what you could only assume is some kind of boardroom meeting room for this factory. Uh, it's got a table and a few chairs, a little like offset table, like onto the side for like refreshments and whatever, and like a big trid projector. Um, but it is empty. Mm. I'll move on to the next door then. All right. So uh, as you get to that door, roll a perception test for me. Uh, this one will be audio. Three. Okay. Uh, you you get to that door, um, and uh, right as you're uh, about to open it, you hear. Uh, Footsteps on the other side. Like running? No, not necessarily. Hurried? <laughs> Hurried would be better. Like half trying to be sneaky, but not necessarily because they're still like moving at, you know, a faster speed than they normally would. I'm going to prep a grenade and roll it down the stairs. All right. So you, you crack it open and you actually can see them. Uh, you crack open the door and you can see them. They're, they're just down the landing from you. Uh, so roll a thrown, uh, uh, thrown weapon test for your grenade. Four. So, so yeah, it, uh, uh, it doesn't go exactly where you want it to. It actually kind of like bounces off the wall to the right of the, uh, of the stairwell, but it still goes down the like stairs. Uh, so it kind of like goes like clink, 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 and like rolls down. Um, are you, is this a wirelessly active grenade? Are you uh, detonating it with a free action or is it going to go off on your next initiative? Make it explode! All right, so you it gets down there, and uh, before they have a chance to react or anything, uh, you uh, you you know push the button in your AR to make it go kaboom. <laughs> so you uh, you throw the grenade on there, you trigger it, it goes kablooey. <laughs> uh, you hear a couple shouts and screams. Roll initiative. Seventeen. All right, so there's a big explosion. There's a slight uh, delay. And then, um, like, first off, the one you saw, uh, he's, like, you can see, like, his arm there, but not the rest of him. Because this is a high-explosive grenade, right? Yeah. Yeah. So his arm is there, like, in the corner of the stairwell, but not there. He's not there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, ripper. There's all sorts of uh, smoke and smoke, like, you know, Whatever, uh, but then before you have a chance to really relish the arm that is laying there, um, someone quickly turns and drops to a knee as they turn the corner, and they let off a long burst at you with an assault rifle. Uh, so uh, roll a dodge test at minus five. I got and success. Uh, so you get hit with two net hits, and you are resisting... Um, 12 stun damage at uh, armor-piercing 5. I resist 9, so I take 3. You resist 9? Okay, that's going to be stun damage. So you take 3 stun damage. Ow. 
uh, as uh, as a few of the bullets, just like three of of the like six bullets that were shot at you, just goes ta da da, like right into your into your chest and like knocks the wind out of you a little bit. Uh, this dude uh, who's like shooting at you, um, he uh, he's got like you know his like shit is a little fried from like the uh, explosion, and he's got like blood coming down one side of his face, but he looks fucking pissed. <laughs> is he the only one? Yeah, he's also an orc like you. Well, but he's not an Oni, so he's not like you. He's just a normal orc. Um, but he's the only one you see, and it's it's your turn. Nice shot, Fraga. And then I'm going to shoot back. Long burst, because fuck him. Four successes. Well, you hit. Woo! Uh, so this guy is, like, sitting there. Uh, you, you say your, what did you say? Nice, nice shot, Fragger, or something? Yeah. Uh, and then you squeeze off a long burst, and uh, before he has a chance to duck back around, uh, you hit him in the hand. His hand goes back, and he kind of flies back with it. And you hit him in the chest and then the the throat, and he just kind of, like, falls over. And then, like, yeah, is dead. Hello? No response. I'll go down there and check out the arm and the rest of the damage. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of damage. There were three people down there. Uh, one of them was the guy who was at ground zero, and he's in several pieces. Uh, there was another guy who's like uh, got like just like severe torso like wounds from the explosion, and he's very dead. And then there's the dude who uh, uh, you shot to shit. Uh, so there's three dead dudes. Well, before I do that, I'm going to stand under the camera and raise my middle finger up. <laughs> And then shoot the camera. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, cool. And then you go down, you see all the dead bodies. And uh, yeah, what do you do now? Let's clear out the third floor. All right, you drop down to the third floor. I'm also going to reload. Uh, and you, uh, uh, you get to the third floor. There's the camera above the third floor. I shoot it out. <laughs> I assumed so. Uh, I just didn't want to take control of your character. <laughs> yeah, so as you run up, you're just like, pew, and shoot out the uh, the third floor camera. And uh, you go through that door? Yeah. It's locked. Guess I better unlock it. Yep. Also, um, roll a perception test for me when you get the chance. Okay, here's my lock picking. Uh, three. Uh, visual or Audio. Audio. Four successes on my audio. Uh, you hear <laughs> from upstairs. <laughs> 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 oh, works every time. Um, now I'm going to continue unlocking the door. With three, you get through. And then uh, I'm going to kind of slowly open it, peek around. Yeah. Um, this is a, a, another hallway with... Um, uh, no doors in it, and again, it turns to the uh, to the left. Oh wait, no, it doesn't turn to the left because you're in the other side of the building. This time, it turns to the right, uh, and there is in fact two doors. I'm gonna endoscope them. Uh, roll stealth for me. I swear, if that cunt's on the second floor, I'm gonna be so pissed. Um, five. Uh, you get up to the door, and I need you to roll a dodge test for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Four. Uh, roll a soak test for me also. Oh, shit. Thirteen. So you uh, uh, you're get up to the door and you're about to stick the endoscope underneath it, and the door just <laughs> turns into, like, splinters. 
uh, and you barely jump out of the way. You get like a little nick on your face of like shards of like wood and stuff. Uh, it kind of cuts you up a little bit, but you kind of jump back just in time. You feel this <clears throat> right against like your shoulder and like arm and chest as you get like kind of pushed back and slam against the back wall. Uh, roll initiative. <laughs> oh, 23. Okay. So uh, you look up, and standing directly across from you is your target. It is the gigantic troll. Uh, he is still he's wearing uh, like a similar suit to what you saw in that photograph. It's like a, a huh? silvery, nice uh, silver suit with like a a very pale, almost white blue uh, uh, button up underneath it, and huh? a tie that is slightly loosened and uh, a white kind of shiny color. Uh, possibly like, uh, you know, polymer coated so it can change color. Um, and he's got like tattoos coming up, creeping up his neck, uh, from underneath his collar. And, uh, he is holding, uh, a gigantic nodachi, um, which is basically the Japanese equivalent of, of, uh, Claymore. It's just a huge samurai sword. He's got that and he, he, uh, is just standing right in front of you, just like, totally fixated on you and he goes first oh shit (laughs) so he with a like insane speed just like whoosh like bursts off of the his position where he's standing and tries to drive the nodachi through you well good campaign guys (laughs) uh roll a dodge test four uh he hits you with one net hit Ah, shit. All right. What, what am I soaking? 18 damage. Oh, with an armor good. piercing of five. Yeah, six successes. Let's uh, edge that, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Ten. Okay. Yeah, so this is going to be physical damage. You take the ah. remaining eight as physical damage. Uh-oh. Uh, as this guy uh, just... <laughs> flies out at you and drives his sword into your, uh, into your gut. Uh, it actually penetrates uh, through, just straight through. You hear it clink into the wall behind you. Um, and like part of your dodge motion kind of makes you draw it out of you. Uh, like it slices from where it stabbed across and out of you as your body kind of falls to the side. You help him cut his way out of you. And... Uh, you actually see, uh, as you stumble and ready yourself to do whatever you're going to do on your action, you see this, uh, this like kind of f- this fierceness that this troll has in his in his face is all of a sudden mingled with uh, uh, with surprise and a sense of uh, he's impressed that uh, you didn't just die. <laughs> all right, mate. Before before I do anything. We got to make this fair. Do you agree? He snorts. Like, he snorts with laughter, like, <laughs> fair? Well, it seems kind of shitty if, I, if I'm using my rifle and all you got is a sword. Again, Don't he worry. snorts. He's like, all I've got is a sword. And then uh, he, he swings into the loud, like, whoosh, uh, this nodachi. Uh, and, like, your blood goes against the wall uh, as he clears his nodachi almost spotlessly clean with one quick swing that actually you feel the wind of it like kind of push against you um but uh yeah he uh he grins and looks you up and down um go ahead and roll 
either negotiation or intimidation with a plus, how much damage did you take? Eight. A plus eight. <laughs> Four. He grins after doing all of that, looks you up and down, and, and says, So, I have a warrior on my hands. Ah, uh, I don't know about that. I just like a good fight. As blood drips down your leg, seeping into the ground. I mean, I probably could kill you with, with a couple shots from this, but there's no... I don't like using the word honor, but it's not sporting. I'm going to unsling my rifle, and I'm going to throw it on the ground, and I'm going to draw my katana. Uh, he looks at your puny katana compared to his troll-sized nodachi. Uh, he, I noticed the look he's given. All right, look, mate, it's not about the size. It's how you use it. At that, he actually laughs. Uh, and then um, uh, the door behind him opens up to the uh, stairs or whatever. And uh, a somewhat bloodied looking uh, Yakuza guard comes running up and uh, like sees you and sees him and is about to like raise his gun. And uh, uh, Yama uh, puts out his like giant hand uh, and says, no, don't shoot. And the guy stops and is like confused, but obeying Uh, Yama goes, leave this is all in japanese too and the yakuza uh uh sits there for a second and like he goes what are you talking about i'm i'm uh, i'm here to defend you and he goes i don't need your defense leave and he says it and like like it feels like the ground kind of rumbles when he says it and uh the the yakuza like sits there for a second he goes i'll wait outside for you to let me know when i shall return and he runs down the stairs and uh Yama looks back to you, kind of grinning, sizing you up some more. And uh, he, he scans you for a second, like looking at what gear you have on you. And then uh, he pulls, uh, he reaches back behind him, like, you know, not in like a threatening way. Uh, and he's like, well, if we're going to do this fair. And he pulls out from, uh, uh, from like his back pocket uh, a sizable stim patch. And uh, he offers it to you. Uh, he kind of takes it. Kind of like, is this guy serious? And I look at the wound in my belly. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, I put it you on. apply the stim patch. All right, so that gives you. Uh, uh, it's a rating six stim patch, so you get uh, you you effectively heal up six stun, um, and later you will crash. <laughs> Uh, so you, you sit that on there and you know you feel immediately the the drugs start to work. It kind of like like uh, those those bruises that you had from like the like you know bullets bouncing into your chest and all that. Um, it like the ache immediately like there's just this rush of uh, of endorphins that like kind of eases that pain and like you know you feel like a little better. But it doesn't really do much for the pain on your side, uh, and that's still bleeding pretty badly. And uh, he he uh, kind of looks you up and down a little bit more, and uh, pulls out an inhaler. Oh no, thanks, mate. I got my own. <laughs> and what are you doing? You're doing some kami. Woo! Is that what you just did? Some kamikaze. Yep. Cool. He grins and he takes his inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy likes to party. I almost don't want to fight you. Not not because I'm scared, but. It'd be a shame to kill you. 
he like as soon as like he takes the inhaler, like he's he hears you, but he doesn't seem to be looking quite at you. He's looking over you and like his muscles kind of twitch and spasm a little bit, and then it like kind of settles into this like creepy stillness. And then he takes a few steps back and he strikes like a, a stance, a fighting stance with his nodachi, like kind of up, uh, angled forward with another hand like extended forward, like, you know, palm out. And he goes, We fight. Let's do this. Roll in uh, initiative. Wait. Seriously, <laughs> 26. Oh, man, with 5d6 and 11 for a Yeah, it's like, 5, 2, 2, 2, 4. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. You both go at exactly the same time. <laughs> you both act simultaneously. Uh, and so you see him go into a defensive, like at the exact same moment that you act, you see him act in a defensive manner as if, I don't know, perhaps he is focusing on defense for this initiative pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be focusing on offense for this initiative, for this pass. I'm going to charge him. So, All right. You get a plus two because he put enough distance between the two of you that a charge would be beneficial. Okay. My attack is... Four successes. All right, so you sprint forward with your katana. He, like, leans back into defensive position, and with the length of his uh, his nodachi, uh, he kind of catches your sword before you even have a chance to, like, really get it into the position you want, and he, like, parries it off to the side, and then, like, you kind of, like, as he's doing that, you, like, jump up to try and knee him to, like, compensate because both of your swords are off to the side, and he slides underneath you kind of letting you fly over him and then you're like you land behind him and he turns around facing you and he is going to come at you with his giant nodashi full defense full defense i should right, have did that so, earlier but i forgot about it <laughs> <laughs> so he uh yeah he he turns and you you land and you turn around and he starts running at you um and uh, go ahead and roll your uh your defense test six Okay, uh, he goes in to, uh, 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 to like, stab into your leg, and you kind of cartwheel off to the side, like, uh, pressing yourself, like, landing on your feet and pressing yourself against the wall as he kind of, like, barrels past you, and then he sweeps, he turns and sweeps, and you kind of, like, hop over the blade as it, like, cuts through the wall that you're standing next to, and uh, you kind of, like, drop and roll, and then you, you land back up. Uh, and now, uh... You both go one last time. Uh, and I don't have the charge bonus on this, right? Right, right. At this point, you guys are locked in close combat. Oh, I get another four in my attack. Uh, all right, and I need you to roll a defense test, too, at the same time, as you both are acting simultaneously. I, I rolled 11 successes, but my limit's 10 right now. So you got 10 successes? Yeah. Where are you stabbing at him? In your attack. I guess his body. Okay, you're going to try and sweep across his belly. Um, yep. He is going to again, uh, or this time he's going to like, so he just like swiped down and he's just going to bring up the sword, uh, bring up his hand, pointing the sword downward and catch your blade against his. And he's going to roll around and like uh, uh, flavor elbow you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you just kind of roll with the punch. Uh, and then you turn and he's already bringing his sword down in a diagonal downward slash. And you actually, you know, catching it with your uh, with your sword is just like the Suicide. end of your sword. 
so you um, uh, kind of like he's he's coming down like across your body, and you almost like matrix dodge it, like it like bear like you kind of like lean back uh, and like cartwheel back as the sword swipes, and like just barely like you know it like kind of actually cuts your leg, like the the uh, your pants like just above your thigh or just on oh. your thigh. Oh, come on, mate. These are my good pants. And uh, you land and you say that and he grins, uh, but doesn't say anything back. And I need you to roll initiative again. 31. You got 31? Yeah. He goes first. Full defense. Full defense. <laughs> full defense. Full defense. All right. So you drop down to 21. He, you say that and uh, he like, you know, He's smiling, but again, he goes uh, he goes right at you with this no dodge. He just kind of swinging. It actually like cuts along the ceiling, as it does, like tearing across, uh, tearing up the ceiling. And uh, go ahead and roll your uh, full defense. Uh, six. All right. Again, he he swings down, uh, and you. Uh, this time, you you decide to uh, you you basically like at this point, you're like almost to the door leading to the stairway and you don't want to have your back there or like be fighting on a downward slope to the stairway or anything so you actually roll forward underneath as he slashes down and you hear it like it split like the door in half as you roll uh, beside him and end up behind him again uh, go ahead and do what you're going to do well as I roll by I smack him on the ass with the blade <laughs> and, get on, and get on my feet and uh, I go for a counter attack oh my god eight successes you uh you actually make contact. Where are you where are you aiming? Uh his back, I guess. I'm gonna do a downward slash with it. <clears throat> you bring the sword down, uh and you actually make contact, just dragging the sword along the dude's back. It cuts through nice and clean through his uh uh his clothes, but you actually do um you realize there's like 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 this is not just normal clothes like it is like well armored clothing, mm-hmm. and um, it slices through, and uh, you don't see any blood, uh, but he definitely goes like Gah! like you know like a, a big like you know uh, roar as uh, as you cut just like a big diagonal gash through his suit uh, and just drag your sword across his skin even though it's not penetrating the skin you you definitely are touching the skin. Oh, come on, mate. It's just a scratch. <laughs> you bloody ran me through. <laughs> uh, and he is going to uh, turn and uh, swing at you again. Roll that defense. Oh, fuck. Let me use my last point of edge to not die. That's more like it. Nine. Okay. Uh, he swings for you again. And uh, you uh, uh, kind of catch like the sword with your sword uh, at like a glance to kind of guide it up underneath you, or I mean above you as you slide underneath it um, and like uh, kick off of the wall, spinning around and like landing back on your feet, ready to to strike back. And I strike back if I have any more. Action. You have one. You have yeah. This is your going to be your last. There we go. Six. Uh, you make contact again. I'm going for another slash uh, across his body. All right. Uh, this one, uh, he kind of steps into it, 
because of that, like because of the way he stepped into it, you actually like, just kind of graze across his stomach. Um, this one cuts through a little bit, but it doesn't actually make it through all the layers of this armored suit that he's wearing. Oh, frag. And uh, roll a defense test. 10. <laughs> he comes at you, kind of brushing off the, the cut you made across his stomach. Um, and with his right arm, he follows the motion of your uh, katana and swings his uh, nodachi up. You kind of you you shift to the side, trying to make your target like kind of smaller by turning your body sideways to him because you think he's trying to cut up you. But it actually turns out he's cutting at your hand, and he knocks your katana out of your hand, and it goes and like stabs into the ceiling like down the hallway. Yeah. Rag. Uh, roll initiative. Oh man, twenty six. Okay, uh, he is going to go first, and he is going full to... defense. <laughs> <laughs> he is going to uh, stab right at your gut again. Roll your defense test. Oh, it's five. He uh, he actually gets a glancing blow on you as uh, uh, as basically. You kind of take a couple steps back as he's running right at you, and having seen this move before, you uh, uh, you jump up and kind of cartwheel over him as you do. Like he's like he like ducks down his head to make the stab stronger to like drive his shoulder into it, and uh, and you kind of whoosh, right over there, and uh, <clears throat> it it like barely like it like takes a chunk out of the heel of your boot as you do it. <laughs> Where's my? How far away is my sword? Uh, he is now between you and the sword, as the sword flew behind you, and now you just jumped over him. I put up my fists. <laughs> you put up them fists, those vibrant red fists, and he uh, he turns to face you, towering over you. What do you do? How does clinch work again? It's basically like a grapple. It's a gymnastics test. I'm gonna try to clinch him. All right, so you run up and roll that clinch. Oh shit! Six. All right. You catch him in a clinch. I got you right where I want you, mate. He's standing there, and you kind of uh, run up along the wall, leap off of it, like catching his head, uh, like football style, in your uh, arm, um, and that kind of pulls his like giant body down with you. And uh, he manages to break his head out, like his horns kind of scraping against your chest. But in the time it took him to wrench his head out, you manage to like push his arms to the side and like kind of like get yourself in his zone where like. Your legs are like are almost tangled up, and like he's like a little off balance, and you're like hold like you know it's a it's a struggle, but like every time he moves, you've already like you're already in the position to keep him from being able to get away, uh, either by wrapping your arm around him or pulling his leg back with your own leg or or whatever. Like every time he tries to move his arm, you're like moving it around, but he manages to like raise it up just a little bit and like try to bring the uh, the katana like the nodachi this giant nodachi. Uh, down to like stab you like in the leg. He kind of manages to pull his arm back and stab forward to try and hit you in the leg. I uh, go ahead and roll uh, your defense test. You get a plus two to this, Mister Superior Position. That's a lot of ones. Five. Uh, yeah, he misses. Uh, he he tries to stab you in the leg, and you just you know continue to like. He he thinks he's about to get close, but then uh, uh, you just like move your body in a way so that he's off balance enough that he just misses of his own accord. Uh, you got him You you got him in kind of a precarious position here. Uh, roll for initiative again. 35. 
Boomer, you go first. Pouncing Dragon. Pouncing Dragon. Uh, cool. Do that. Four successes? Did you roll in a plus two because of your superior position? I did not. Make that five successes. Uh, so you use your Pouncing Dragon technique. You have him uh, in this position. You kind of uh, like move his knee so that he's like forced to bend it like with your knee you kind of push your knee against his it bends down and then immediately you kind of reach over with your other leg and step on his bent like thigh to kind of like raise yourself up for a second and drive your elbow down into his collarbone um, but he actually sees it coming and he catches your elbow with his his uh, hand uh, stopping it just above his collarbone and then like sets you back on the ground essentially in the struggle (laughs) (laughs) at this point he is going to drop his katana and he is trying going to try and reverse this clinch on you i will go full defense as well five successes on 22 dice uh yeah he he lets go of his katana and tries to like raise you up and like push you back a little bit so that he can like kind of use his his size against you uh to kind of hold you in like use this clinch reverse this clinch on you basically um uh-huh. however uh you are too wiry and uh have too good of a position on him and you like duck under his arm and kind of push his arm like into his uh, into his chin and like he kind of like shrugs a little bit and then you like bend down again and you're ready to go again as he kind of like stumbles back and you kind of stay with him keeping him in the clinch can i try a pouncing dragon again sure let's do it now oh, three Yep, again, you, you kind of climb your way up him with a series of moves and try to bring uh, your elbow down, like, on his nose. And again, he manages to just, like, grab and push your elbow out of the way, pushing it back down towards the ground, barely uh, avoiding the contact you were uh, hoping for. All right, mate. I can see you're pretty winded. So, uh, what do you say we just uh, call this off? Uh, do you let him out of the clinch? As you say that? No, I'm going to keep him in the clinch. I'm going to wait till he agrees. Okay, so you're saying it as he's like, every time he moves, you're like pushing him back into position and everything? Yeah. He kind of grins for a second, and he is going to uh, try and um, break the clinch one more time. Actually, he's going to try and knock you down um, from his inferior position. So go ahead and roll uh, uh, your defense there. Oh, come on. Another five. (laughs) As you're saying this, he's like struggling uh, against your clinch, and then finally he like gets his leg where he wants it to, and he sweeps it underneath your legs, and you just go bam and land uh, flat on your back, and he stands over you like panting. <sighs> Call this off. What kind of assassin are you? Eh, it'd be such a shame to lose a good fighter. He stands up. Plus, Devore don't pay me enough to deal with this bullshit. You're one tough regga. And uh, he nods and goes, one could say the same for you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Well, that was a real ripper fight, but I uh, think I'm going to head out. He kind of grins and goes, that's it? Well, mate, if I keep fighting much longer, I'm going to pass out from all the drugs. He kind of sizes you up again and uh, picks up his Nodachi, which is by him, and... Uh, turns around, walks back, uh, walks down like a couple paces, reaches up and grabs the katana from the ceiling that you might have had to like jump to grab. (laughs) (laughs) 
And he turns around and he just like from like 10, 15 feet away uh, throws it for you to catch. Go ahead and roll an agility check for me. Two. Cool. You catch it. Thanks, mate. And uh, he looks at, you know, the splintered door, all the gashes and everything, all this like the like mayhem and blood like of your guys' fight. And, you know, you're still like kind of bleeding from that side wound that he gave you at the beginning of the fight. And uh, he, he just goes, you are one of the best that I have fought. It was an honor. And he, he bows to you. Yeah, same to you. <laughs> yeah. I uh, think I got a better chance dealing with the Vori. Because let's face it, mate, we would have been fighting for quite a while. Yes. And Kamikaze will only last so long. <laughs> it's going to be real awkward if, when your mates come in and find us sleeping on each other. <laughs> and at that, he actually laughs like a big, bellowing, like hearty laugh. Like you imagine this guy might actually be really fun to drink with. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he walks up and he slaps you like on the, uh, on the shoulder, like a big, like, you know, a buddy, like boom. Uh, and like the, the, the hit of it, like fractures straight down into your like gaping hole in your side. My name is Yama. My name's Boomer. Boomer. Yeah. I hope to meet you again in the future. That that would be a real ripper. But uh, I'm going to go seek medical attention. <laughs> uh, he goes, I will let my guard know to let you free. Yeah, and uh, sorry about the rest of your mates. Uh, they knew yeah. the risk. Well, see you soon. And uh, he I'm watches gonna, you go. And I'm going to gather up my stuff. And uh, I'm going to walk out with a big grin on my face. Because that was an awesome fight. <laughs> All right, so you, you leave, um, you walk on past the, uh, the guard, and uh, he, uh, uh, he just kind of was like looking at you confused and a little scared. Look, mate, I was just going to keep dragging on, dragging on, because he's a real tough ragga, I'm sure you know. We just kind of agreed. Yeah, we we'll called a draw. You know how it goes. And I uh, pat him on the shoulder and walk out. He, the expression on his face seems like uh, he doesn't know at all what you're doing. He's like, he's like, no, I don't know how that goes, is what he wants to say. <laughs> and uh, you walk back to your car, and um, you, you drive off. You do what? I'm going to put my weapons and stuff in my vehicle. I'm going to go find a hotel somewhere. Okay. You drive on. Are you, what, what neighborhood are you going to? Like, are you staying in like decent neighborhoods? You go into like Redmond. What, what do you think? Oh, I'm going. I'm going to find a place in in a Redmond and try to somewhere cheap, hard to find. So you you gather and you, you gather up your stuff and then you go driving off. Um, around the time that you are checked into the hotel, um, and you're like getting in your room and you're about to like pass out. Like you see, you start feeling the drugs like coming off. You feel the stems. Like it's like you're like slowly like all of these aches are starting to become so much that like you can barely move your body, and uh, your comment goes off, and it's uh, Mikhail. I answer it. Boomer, is the job done? I ain't gonna make it. It's too big. Tell everyone I'll miss them. What are you? What are you trying to say? You were like a father to me, Mikhail. <laughs> you know you have a charisma of two, right? <laughs> And the logic of two. <laughs> are, you, are you saying you're not going to complete the job? <sighs> that was not convincing at all. I am not amused. Are you joking around with me? Have you not even gone to the job yet? What are you doing? Watching your TV? Oi, oi, mate. Look here. 
If you seen me, you'd know I went to the job. So the target has been eliminated then? No, I ain't killing him. He's too good of a fighter. Care to repeat that? You said you, you are not killing him? You are choosing not to kill your target? Well, I tried. I uh, didn't do too much. But uh, he's a tough ragger. I respect that. And I'm not the- just going to kill him out. I'm just not going to kill him out of cold blood. Out of cold blood, you were doing your job. The Vori do not respect our enemies. We crush our enemies or we buy our enemies. And enemies who have spilled Vori blood will spill blood of their own. And you are telling me that you will not do this? You will not avenge your fallen comrades that this man Yama has slain? Well, to be fair, I killed plenty of his mates too, so you should have seen the stairwell. <laughs> so, Boomer, uh, you... You do this, and the Vori will come for you. I will come for you. I'll tell you what, mate. You're not as tough as this troll was. We will see. And he hangs up. Bloody cunt. And I'm going to pass out. All right. So you just pass the fuck out. And uh, you're, like, shivering, all cold and everything when you wake up because of the blood loss. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I probably saw a street dock or something along yeah, the way. Yeah, at that point, you find a street dock, you, you patch yourself up, you get a new apartment where the Vori don't know. Uh, you're always looking over your shoulder because they fucking are coming for you. Um, what, do you what do you do? You got some money left over from, you know, what little you got from the Vori working for them. So I'm, I'm sitting in there like, uh, I need some work. Um, is there any way I can find Yama's comm number? <laughs> you know what restaurant he likes to go to. All right. I'll, uh, I'll go check out that restaurant. <laughs> so you go walking in, uh, to this, uh, Yakuza restaurant. This is like months later, right? I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, like two months later or something like that. Yeah. You've burned away all the money you had saved up and you just go walking into this, uh, uh, it's a nice restaurant. It's like a nice Japanese restaurant. Um, and you look very out of place. Um, mostly because you're just like still wearing like beat up, dirty, like armored, j- like jacket, like, <laughs> and, um, you walk in and, um, the hostess sees you and walks up and goes, uh, excuse me, you cannot be here. Uh, yeah, look, miss, just hear me out. I would like to speak with Yama. She takes a step back at the name and her eyes betray her a little bit as she like turns her head slightly and looks to like the back corner and he's sitting there with a, a few other men in suits. Oh, awesome. Thanks. As you walk by her to head towards it, she's like, no, 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 no. And she goes to like grab uh, your sleeve and is like, no, you can't interrupt. You must oh. leave now. Well, do you know how long they're going to be? She's just like flabbergasted, doesn't know what to say to you. Like she's like, who, what? Who is this person coming in here? And then, uh, and then you hear Boomer. Oh, and, hello. Uh, uh, you see him kind of like stand up, and he like he like looks at you, and he's like a little confused, but he's got a smile on his face. And he looks down, and uh, uh, he he like says something to the uh, to the men he's sitting at, and like you know straightens out his tie and his suit, and then he like bow he like bows to them, and they you know bow back and. Uh, uh, he steps around the table and starts heading towards you. Um, uh, and he, uh, as soon as he's approaching, like the, the hostess just like disappears. She's like, you know, not, not to be involved in this. And so she just like runs off and he comes up and he, he grabs you, uh, on both shoulders. 
Um, whoa, whoa, mate, whoa, mate! I'm just here to talk. And uh, and uh, you're you you tense up like whoa, whoa, whoa! And then he he just like grins and pulls you in uh, for like a hug and like slaps you on the back a few times. Oh, oh good good to see you too, mate. My friend, I apologize, but you we we must speak outside. Oh, I I I understand. Uh, and he steps out and uh, he goes, "Did you come to finish the job?" Oh, <laughs> uh. uh I got a funny story for you, mate. Uh, so, as it turns out, Vori don't like when you tell them to frag off. Uh, yes, I could have surmised as much. So, uh, I got a target on my back, and uh, I'm out of work. Um, so, I, I was uh, in the neighborhood and uh, thought I'd uh, see if uh, maybe... You had any work for me? He beams and he goes, "A man like you, I can use." And oh. then he looks. He looks uh, <laughs> over his shoulder at the uh, at like the restaurant behind him, and he goes, "But you cannot work for the yakuza." Oh no! Uh, uh, wait, what? The yakuza. You you cannot work for them. Uh, oh well. You did make an attempt on my life. Well, if you mean will not forgive. Well, if you mean just like clipping your grass, I'm, at this point, I'm not, not above that. And he like jaw kind of like drops open for a second. No, your talents, your your skill must be used. I can find you work. I know people in the shadows. Oh, a warrior like you is meant to fight uh, in in the shadows. No, yes. why didn't I think of that? Uh, all right, boss. When am I starting? I will contact you soon, but I must return to my meeting. And he uh, sends you his comm code, and he goes, it is good to see you well, friend. And he bows. And uh, you too, mate. And he bows, not as gracefully, or he tried, okay? (laughs) And uh, uh, he nods and says, you will hear soon. Look forward to it. And he uh, walks back inside. Walks in, make sure he clears uh, the door, and he does a quick fist pump. He's like, yeah, oh, man, I still get to kill people. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, thus begins Boomer's story as a shadow runner instead of a hitman for the Vori. (laughs) That worked out surprisingly well. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions. All rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by the Tops Company Incorporated. Shadowrun is a trademark of the Tops Company Incorporated. All rights reserved. Go to www.shadowruntabletop.com for more information.